Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Transcontinental Railroad was one of the most important steps in the winning of the West. The railroad was of prime importance to the future of the country. But powerful forces, cattlemen, stagecoach lines, and steamship companies opposed it. Outlaw opposition sprang up, and the Lone Ranger was commissioned by the president to lead the fight against the enemies of progress. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Four men galloped their horses across a stretch of open prairie toward the locomotive hauling a string of cars along the single track rails. The four men wore faded buckskin fringed in Indian beadwork. Long rifles and leather boots slapped against the withers of the dust-covered ponies. Doggone the shite I ever did see don't belong out here in the West. Hush your mouth, Harvey. You say them same words every time you get close to the track. Sure, because I get surprised every time. When I go away, it sort of fades out like a mirage. I figure there ain't no such animal. Then I look again. They're just big as life and twice as natural. Look it. Why, it's traveling almost fast as we are. I never thought we'd be working for the railroad. Well, we won't be unless we get them to stop. They see us, all right. They reckon they take us for engines. Better let them know. Yeah. Let out a few yells and shoot off a few cartridges. Cartridges cost money. Shucks, what's the difference? It's railroad money anyway, ain't it? <laughs> Slowing down. Didn't recognize you right off, seeing you was in 
Don't you know buffalo hunters when you see them? Yeah, yeah, I know who you are now, but... What's the I... trouble, Dad? Oh, howdy, Miss Barkley. No trouble at all. Uh, Miss Barkley, just come in to report we got a hundred head of buffalo to feed the railroad crews. Did you tote them to West Platte? Yes, Miss Joan, we did. We ain't been paid. So we galloped across country to cut well, off I've the train. I've got your cash with me. <laughs> sure, that's why we galloped. I had to leave West Platte right sudden and head back for Omaha. I got a telegram from Colonel Parkman. I hear tell the track is going west mighty fast. Already 50 miles past Potter Creek. Oh, 60. Well, that's dandy. <laughs> now you just give us the cash and we'll get back to our buffalo hunting. Sure takes a heap of buffalo to feed them railroad gangs, I tell you. Oh, oh what in thunder? Oh, it's an arrow. Gee, Hossifat, it's engines. Skin me for a buffalo, you're right. Miss Joan, what are we going to do? Hey, for a hurry, Stoney. All of you, hurry. Put your horses on a flat car. What's that? There's a ramp. You can lead your ponies up. Put them on the flat car. The train can beat those Indians any day. Yes. Hurry! Hurriedly, the plainsmen moved their horses up on one of the flat cars, while the Indians shot a hail of arrows and bullets toward the idle train. Four horses were aboard. Joan Barkley signaled the engineer. All right, Dan. All right. Here we go. Look at them engines. They don't know what to make of it. Uh, they can keep up with this train easy. Oh, no, they won't. Chucks, this thing can't travel fast than a horse. We had no trouble at all catching up with it. That was because the engineer didn't go as fast as he could have. You watch him now. Hey, we are traveling right faster than that. Start shooting. Here comes the engines charging straight first. They'll get us, too. Lower your sights, Tony. Lower your sights. You're shooting over the head. Here they come. Feed them bullets. Come, 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 come. We said it. I told you the train could go faster. We left them behind. Yes. Cover the ground for sure. Hold your fire, gents. Right away. How soon do we get to Fort Kearney, Miss Barkley? About another hour, I guess. Dan's keeping the throttle wide open. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's so funny? You are, Stoney. <laughs> Say, Harvey, maybe we ought to get somebody else to shoot Buffalo with us instead of Stoney. <laughs> His eyes are going back on him. I can shoot more Buffalo in a day than you can in a week. Yeah? Then how come you kept missing them engines? Why, I never seen such poor shooting in all the born days. <laughs> Missed everyone by yards, didn't he, Harvey? He sure did. Better get a new gun, Stoney. Uh. Remind me to tell the buffalo. Anytime Stoney points a gun at you, don't worry. He'll miss you a mile. <laughs> <laughs> Fort Kearney this afternoon, Tonto. You found out Miss Barkley's there? That's right. She come in from west on supply train with Buffalo Hunter. They had a brush with an Indian raiding party, huh? Ah, and Tonto not savvy that. He hear nothing about engines on warpath. I haven't either, Tonto. Very strange. Perhaps we'll learn more from Miss Barkley. She says she be near Judas Tree tonight, at place where trail bend. There are the lights of Fort Kearney. Ah. We're plenty far from there. No one see us here. Well, there's no moon. That helps. We get pretty close to trail now. We listen, maybe we... Kimasabi. That's Miss Barkley. That's her signal, Tonto. Over this way. That not come from Judas Tree. And something's gone wrong. Follow me, Tonto. Come on, Silver. Come on, Silver. 
Barkley, what's wrong? Oh, it is you. It was dark and I couldn't tell, but I had to take the chance. You hold gun. I was afraid it might be the man who followed me from Fort Kearney. Someone followed you? Yes. Who? Oh, I don't know. I see. That's why you changed your mind about meeting us at the Judas Tree. Yes. After I spoke to Tunnel this afternoon, I heard someone in the other room. I heard the door close. By the time I got there, whoever it was, was gone. Did you look outside? The street was full of men. It might have been anyone. I see. So you were worried that someone heard where you were meeting us and might be there. Is that it? I thought it would be better if I tried to meet you someplace else. Hello. Uh huh. Go up to the top of that ridge and keep watch. Even if you don't see anyone coming, you may hear him. Uh huh. Time to do that. Mask man, I'm afraid there's trouble. You mean that Indian raiding party? There aren't any Indians on the warpath. Not unless it's a roving band that's disobeying the orders of the chief. They almost had us. If Dan hadn't managed to push the locomotive faster than it ever traveled before, why, we Why had the train stopped in the first place? A party of buffalo hunters hailed us. Buffalo hunters for the railroad? Yes, we met them about 75 miles west of here. They were low on supplies and wanted some more. Miss Barkley, I, I was just wondering. Wondering what? Do you think those buffalo hunters might have had anything to do with that raiding party? Is it peculiar that the Indians happened to be at the very spot where the train would stop? Right. I never thought of that. Who were these buffalo hunters? Oh, their names were Draper and Harvey. I know them. They're honest. And one named Curran and one named Stoney. Curran's perfectly trustworthy, but this Stoney, he's a stranger to me. How did he act? Oh, I don't understand. Well, was there anything about him that might lead you to think that he was in with those Indians? Why, oh, no. He seemed as surprised as the rest of us. And he was shooting at them just as... Oh. There is something, but... Well, it's nothing. I, I didn't notice it myself, but... Well? The other buffalo hunters laughed at him afterward. They said he was shooting too high. Too high? The Indians? It must have been the excitement. Perhaps. Still a man who's expert enough with a rifle to make a living hunting buffalo shouldn't waste bullets on empty air. His name's Stoney, huh? What are you going to do? This happens 75 miles from here? Yes, to the west. Miss Barkley, you head back for Fort Kearney. You'll hear from us later. Adios. Oh, mask man, where are you going? Heading west. Going to the Buffalo Territory. Come on, Silver. Hello. Hi. Follow me, Kimo Savi. We're heading west. Get him up. Well, I hope he finds out something. I haven't been able to. Uh, steady there, boy. We might as well get back. No, you don't. Oh, are you? I'm holding this gun, Savvy. You're going with me. Never mind Fort Kearney. Help! I shout with you. You little spitfire. Nobody's going to hear you. Nobody. Not even him. Hello, Harvey. Beats me what happened to Stoney. We looked all over for him before we pulled out of Fort Kearney to head back here to the Buffalo Range. He wasn't nowhere in sight. He was just sort of short-handed. Railroad needs plenty more buffalo. Uh, you reckon he could have got mad? Huh? About us joshing, about the way he was missing them engines. Might be. Oh, sure it might. Huh. He was just the kind of Aubrey who would walk out on his partners. Don't call him my partner. I never cottoned to him nohow. He's a right good buffalo hunter. Yeah, but I didn't like his disposition. I tried to find Miss Barkley to talk to her, too. Couldn't find her, neither. Uh, she's a right smart woman, that girl. Yeah. Say, that was a mighty nice ride we had back in the train, wasn't it? Beat sitting in the saddle. Yeah, it would have taken us a couple of days to get here if we'd had to ride. This way, yeah, was... this way here, we're back at our camp in short order. That is, if those pesky redskins didn't rip our camp to bits. Well, we'll soon know as soon as we top this ridge. It's right on the other side. I hope they didn't touch them buffalo we shot either. We'll learn. Get up, boy. Well, I'll be doggone. <clears throat> Harvey, look. The whole blame camp burned up and scattered to the wind. And look, 
We had that buffalo meat up on a line strung between two cottonwoods so the varmints couldn't get at it. The ropes are cut down. The meat's gone. Yeah, but it weren't varmints. It was them redskins. They're the ones who... Harvey. Yeah, I see him. Just come out from behind a tree. An engine. I'll put a bullet right No, don't me. shoot. What? He don't spot us yet. We walk up as far as we can. When he sees us, we ride in fast. He won't have time to get to his horse. I want to capture this redskin alive. Come on, Harvey. Get along. Get along, you boy. bad. This buffalo camp. Engine burn right over camp with horses. Me tell mask man that... What that? Get up your horse, Harvey. Scout, here, Scout. No, you don't, Indian. Don't move or we'll stop you with lead. How do not move? What man are you? Oh, 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 there, boy. Oh, Keep your gun on him, Harv. Well, engine, I reckon we got you for fair. You buffalo hunter. We sure are. And you're one of those skulking redskins who trample our camp, ain't you? No, that's not true. Tonto just get here. <laughs> you hear that, Harvey? Yeah. Think we're that dumb engine? Where's the rest of your band? No other engine come here. Ah, just that's Tonto. fine. You told us just enough. So they left you behind to see what more damage you could do. None of them figured we'd be back so soon, huh? You not understand, Tonto. Engine, not... is no use talking. Our camp is ruined, our, our buffalo meat carted away, or eaten by coyotes. All the work we've done is wasted. You're going to pay for it, and right now. What you mean? The only good engine is a dead engine. I mean this. You shoot me? But Tonto not wear guns. Sure you don't. Your guns are with your horse. But you engine didn't play square when you wrecked our camp. Why should we play square with you? Just stand like you are, engine. You hear that? That was me thumbing back the hammer. Engine, in just a couple of seconds, you'll be on your way to the happy hunting ground. curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Continue our story. Tonto stood on the ground trampled by the hoofs of the Indian raiders. His shoulders firm and his eyes fixed on the face of the buffalo hunter who held the six-gun in his hand. Go on, Draper, finish him. What you waiting for? Oh, I don't know, Harvey. Shucks, it's almost like murder. Well, Draper, he's one of them ornery redskins. Look at our camp. It's wrecked. Go on. You're scared, aren't you, Injun? No, Tonto not scared. Well, stop looking at me. It's not good to shoot men who have no gun. It's not Shut your mouth. 
Ordinarily, I'm a peaceable man. I fight fair and honest. But when a doggone bunch of painted Indians sneak up like coyotes and wreck my camp and steal our buffalo meat... Yeah, and, and if we the... finish sleep, they'd have murdered us right in our bed. Kino, you're right, Harvey. They wouldn't have no pity for us, and we ain't having none for them. A coyote deserves to be killed. So, Injun, here's your man. Oh! The gun! It was shot right from my hand. Who? Harvey, use your rifle. Let him have you it. Not you not shoot. You will not shoot. Take him off of me. I'm, I, he's holding my rifle. All right, Tonto, you can let him go now. Huh. Drop that rifle. I said drop it. You better do like he says, Harvey. Any gent who can knock a six-gun from my hand at 120 paces can All have right, it. All right, mister. You win. Take care of the guns, Tonto. Um, you get them. So you're a part of this engine, huh? You reckon you was behind that ridge all the time? No, not all the time. I got there when you drew a gun on Tonto. A mashed man and a redskin. You're a fine pair. Sure, outlaws and agents. You're Draper. Tonto and I aren't outlaws. Came here to help you. Don't make me laugh. You're... What in thunder? You called me by name. You are a Draper, aren't you? Yeah, how'd you know? We know a lot about you. You're buffalo hunters for the railroad, and this was your camp until it was wiped out. Where are Curran and Stoney? Curran was ailing. We left him in Fort Kearney. Stoney skipped out on us. We got no idea. Hold on, Harvey. What are you telling this hombre all he wants to know for? Oh, shucks, a clean forgot. It doesn't matter anyway, Harvey. I told you Tonto and I are your friends. And uh, listen to this. We don't believe it was Indians who trampled down this camp and took your meat. No? Then what about that attack on the train? We don't believe those were Indians either. Well, they looked like Indians. It's plenty easy for man to paint himself so him look like Indian. To paint himself? Well, who else could it have been? Draper, did you ever hear of the Iron Spur? <laughs> yeah, Miss Parkley, no use fighting against them ropes. When the Iron Spur ties somebody up, they do a real good job. But I want to talk to you, and I want your answers. If I take off that gag, will you promise to act sensible? Well, not that it makes any difference. Nobody would hear you yelling way out here. It's, it's just annoying. Now, uh, nod your head if you'll promise not to yell. Good. The Iron Spur. I might have known Stoney was a member of your gang. I knew it when he showed up outside of Fort Kearney that night. Sure, he's working against the railroad. You'll never lick the railroad, Slade. No, Miss Barkley. There's men deserting the railroad every day. Afraid because of what the Iron Spur is doing to them. Ripping up rails, wrecking locomotives, shooting survey gangs. Parkman may get track laid all the way to Frisco. Maybe all the way back, too. But trains won't run on it, even if he gets that far. The rails will turn to rust. There'll be mesquite and cactus growing between the ties. And bones turning white beside the right-of-way. We're gonna lick the railroad, Savvy. We're gonna lick it. Keno, Slade. And not even the Lone Ranger can stop us. The Lone Ranger? Sure, Miss Barkley. Maybe you didn't know who that Aubrey was you was talking to, but I did. You, you mean that... Sure, he was a Lone Ranger. Never mind the John Stoney. What are you doing back here? I told you to go spy on that Buffalo Range. Well, I did, Slade. But you were supposed to watch for your partners. <laughs> you mean the gents who thought I was their partner. That's why I'm back, Slade. They're at the camp right now. What? Yeah, Draper and Harvey. And you know who's with them? Who's with Yeah, they got company. An engine and a mask man. The Lone Ranger, Slade. The Lone... I'll fix him. Brazos. Yes, Slade? Round up the boys. Tell them to put on their Indian outfits and their war paint. Tell them to take plenty of ammunition and get ready to ride. Pronto. Keno, boss. Hey, you, Armist. 
Up on your feet. The boss says we arrive. <laughs> you can't. You're, you're going We're to... going to take care of those buffalo hunters, Miss Barkley. And the Lone Ranger, too. Stoney. Yeah? Put that gag back in her mouth. Kino. No, no, I won't. Hold still, you little wildcat. Hold still, I said. There. That'll shut you up. Stoney, you'll stay here and keep Miss Barkley company. Sally. What's that? You mean I ain't going with the You're rest staying of... staying here. I'll lead the boys myself. How long will it take for us to reach that camp? Riding fast? Well, sure, riding fast. Oh, reckon ten hours should do it. Ten hours. That's a good. Hmm? Well, that'd get us there around sundown. That's too early. They won't be asleep. We'll leave now and ride halfway. Then hold off for a while. Around midnight. I figure that'll be a good time to surprise them. <laughs> Don't you, Miss Barkley? <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Uh, take good care of Miss Barkley, Stoney. It's going to be a mite tiresome for her, sitting here for such a long time. <laughs> what, what time is it? They've been gone only two hours. Two hours? There's no way to warn Draper and Harvey or the mask men. You can't do it, Stoney. You can't. They're honest men. They're not... Now, listen here, you. I took off that gag just to have somebody to talk to. But not that kind of talk. Well, I, I can't think of anything else. Then I'll have to gag you again. We'll talk about the weather, Sammy. Or about horses or cattle or gold or anything else. But what in thunder? No, Stoney. We'll talk about the buffalo hunters. The mask man. <laughs> oh, my hands. They're, they're numb. You shot my... You're not hurt. I hit your gun. Now, now look, mister... I don't want to make any trouble or do anything that might get me in wrong with the law. You, Sally, I... Masked man, he's gone. You let him throw that chair at you and run out of the door. Get him! Don't worry, Miss Barkley. Tonto's waiting right outside. You see, Tonto has him. Let me untie you. You were at the camp. How did you get here? We followed the trail of the men who wrecked the camp. It was an old trail, but we managed to make out the hoof prints. Masked man, I clean forgot Slade. Slade? He's the leader of this band. But they're gone. Only you and Stoney were That's here. That's just when... it. They've gone after you. What's that? You mean the buffalo camp? Yes, yes, dressed as Indians. At least 20 of them. And Draper and Harvey are there alone. They won't have a chance. How long ago? Several hours. They mean to attack at midnight. At midnight. Silver and Scout are fast. So is your horse. You could get there before the oh, iron spur... Even but... so, the odds are too great. Masked man, what are we going to do? I don't know. If we had five more men, that would be enough. If we had... Miss Barkley, the railroad. What? That buffalo camp isn't far from the railroad. We're not far from it ourselves. Our trail here crossed the tracks. Oh, yes, we're not far away from the tracks. There's only a track I... crew along the right-of-way. If we can get there fast enough, we... Come along, Miss Barkley. There's no time to lose. Fastman, there it is. There's the track crew. Look, that locomotive, too. I see us. Where you been, Miss? Colonel Parkman... There's no time for explanations, Bob. This mask armory and this engine and this gent that's tied up like... Well, bust my boiler. Ain't that one of the buffalo hunters? He's also a member of the Iron Spur. Bob, all of you. The Iron Spur outlaws are planning to ambush two men miles away from here. You can help save them if you only do as the masked man tells you. Well, Miss Joan, if you say he's all right, that's good enough for us. Ain't it, boy? Well, there isn't much time. It's almost sunset and the track is 20 miles from the buffalo camp at the closest point. 
I want five men to get on these flat cars. Take guns and ammunition with you. Hold on there, mister. The train can't head across country and we've got no horses. Can't I bring horses? Horses belong to Iron Spur. Me bring them. Bring yes, Bob. There are enough horses for five men. Oh, yeah. I didn't spot them. Go on, mister. Oh, that's all. Pick five volunteers. Put the horses and men on the flat cars and get this train moving. I'll ride up ahead and signal you where to stop. You'll ride ahead? Oh, mister, there's no horse alive can go as fast as a train. Uh, Silver go plenty fast. Sure, he's a fine horse, but I still don't see how he can do it. Now, let's not talk. Let's get busy. Faster. Mr. Joe and I tied down the safety valve already. I take it all back. That horse can beat this steam engine any day. He's going ahead again. Faster, Bob, faster. We've got to get there in time. We're going as fast as we can. Gosh, you to look at him in the glare of the headlight. Look at that horse travel. on from the camp. No. Yeah, at least they'd have built up that fire some more. Give us a better idea where they were sleeping. This way it's too dark to be certain. Well, we got plenty of men. Yeah. Besides, we'll take them by surprise. <laughs> Kino, I reckon this is it. Off your horses, gents. This way they won't hear us. Now follow me. Keep your guns handy and walk soft. Like a pack of wolves stealing up on their unsuspecting prey, the outlaws moved toward the glow of a small campfire. The moonlight sifting through the cottonwood showed their evil faces and gleamed momentarily on the guns they held ready to shoot. Closer and closer they crept, and still there was silence from the campfire. Fifty feet, forty, thirty-five. Then... As Slade lifted his hand to rush his men forward, suddenly out of the darkness behind them came the thunder of hoofs and a voice that shouted, Silver! Hey, Slade! What's that? It's a masked man! Run! Run for your horses! Run, Silver! The outlaws had no chance to get to their horses. Taken by surprise, they fired wildly with a lone ranger led the railroad men down them like a stampeding herd. Seven men against more than 20, three to one odds. But Silver's great hoofs flashed out. The Lone Ranger's guns flashed in the darkness. And finally... Don't shoot! Don't shoot! We give up! You got it! We give up! And throw down your guns! Hey, what's going on here? Me and Harvey were sound asleep, and all of a sudden... Sure, this... you'd have died in your sleep, too, if the masked man hadn't have saved you. These men are members of the Iron Spur. Can you take care of them? You bet your life, mister. We'll get them to jail and keep them there. Good. And Tonto and I can be on our way you to... You got us, masked man. You got us, but you'll never stop the Iron Spur. There's more than a thousand of us. We'll beat the railroad if it's the last... That's enough, Slade. This is the United States. It's America. We fought through three wars to stay united. We may fight more wars. But those wars will be won. And this railroad will go through because the country needs it. To make it a greater nation than ever before. One nation, Slade. One nation under one flag from coast to coast and there's nothing can stop it. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Get him up, Pound Silver.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.